meditation is very popular, especially here in the United States, becoming increasingly popular. Time magazine had a cover story on meditation. It said Om on the cover. And many different styles of meditation, uh, schools of meditation have come here to the West. Um, Zen was one of the first to come in. Yogic meditation, of course, even before that. Um, Hatha Yoga always had with it, with it a component of meditation. Then it was uh, Maharshi Mahesh Yogi with the transcendental meditation in the 60s, 70s. Um, and many other forms of meditation. Right now, the rage is uh, mindfulness, mindfulness-based stress reduction, MBSR. And, um, so mindfulness, even little children are being taught mindfulness. I was in, um, in my summer tour in a place in my host's home. This is little, the do little daughter. When she was extra hyperactive, the mom would say to her, uh, Mindfulness, and she has about a 20-second technique or something to be mind. She'll sit quietly and follow the breath for 20 seconds or 30 seconds. So mindfulness is all the rage now. Um, and it's popular, all of these techniques, and rightfully so. It confers a lot of benefits. The benefits of uh, meditation have been talked about, researched, publicized. It um, boosts the immune system, uh, it generally calms down the mind, it helps you to fight stress, definitely to reduce stress. Uh, it helps in pain management. There's another big application of mindfulness recently. That uh, I remember a doctor in a conference once said uh, that pain is, especially chronic pain, those who suffer from chronic pain, that is about 80%, 70 to 80% of it is, um, it, it's not physical. It is our anxiety, our expectation that it's going to hurt, it's going to hurt. Um, it's going to make me feel uncomfortable. That contributes to our uh, total discomfort and suffering. And mindfulness can help us by distancing, by objectifying pain by making it this thing, unpleasant thing, but a thing. It puts some distance between you, the subject, and pain. It helps you to manage pain, the suffering from pain. Been, it's been used for creativity by managers. You know, once you can observe your thought processes, helps you to think out of the box. It's been used to improve focus, definitely for students uh, for who are studying, for improving, improving attention. In, um, in an age which is suffering seriously from attention deficit. Not just kids with ADHD, it's most of us who are distracted by those infernal devices. <laughs> um, so definitely there are many, many benefits. Perhaps I would say the biggest benefit is that it allows us to observe our thoughts Whichever process of meditation you do, ultimately it will allow you to objectify and observe your thoughts and thereby gain a little distance from your mind and thereby gain a degree of control over your mind. There's a saying that, you know, the mind is a, 
uh, is a good servant but a poor master. So you gain a little distance from your thinking process and gain a little control over your mind and don't react, you don't react as um, in a knee-jerk fashion which we are used to, you become calmer. You don't react immediately to annoying circumstances or difficult people and thereby you become wiser and eventually more compassionate. I think that is the, the major, one of the major benefits of meditation, mindfulness and so on. By the way, the technique that we did was uh, uh, derived from a Buddhist tradition. It's a preliminary part of the Vipassana meditation. But this is not the primary purpose of meditation. This is not the primary purpose of meditation. This is meditation. The purpose of meditation is none of this. Neither better health, nor uh, um, curing diseases, nor fighting stress, nor calming down. None of these are actually the primary purpose of meditation. The primary purpose of meditation is self-realization, enlightenment. All the ancient traditions from which these, these techniques are drawn, whether it is Zen or um, Patanjali Yoga, Transcendental Meditation, um, Mantra Yoga, or Tibetan Buddhist Meditation, or Mindfulness Meditation, and so on. All of them, the original traditions, whether in Hinduism, mostly these are Hindu or Buddhist traditions, they all aim at enlightenment, self-realization. Meditation is the stepping stone to enlightenment. Meditation itself is also not enlightenment. What about all these benefits? They are true. You do get these benefits. You do get these benefits, but they are like perks on the way to enlightenment. You get them. They are side effects, good effects, benefits, perks. But the point is, and the end is, enlightenment, self-realization, nirvana, moksha, satori, whatever you call it. That is the goal.